going on. Like it was um take two. This is the second time I'm trying to record this. It is uh, five thirty in the morning. I've been up for the last four hours. So I'm kind of I'm not tired right now, but I, I know I'm going to be very soon. So I'm a little nervous about that. We are it is it's Halloween. We are gonna be trick-or-treating later. Let's see. The our oldest is going on a field trip today. Either me or your mom would be driving you across town and then you're taking the bus back with your entire class. So I feel okay with you guys taking the bus together. I don't know, something about the bus worries me. My dad told me like a story about some kid saying something inappropriate to my oldest sister on a bus one time, probably 50 years ago, and the bus has just been tainted. So, you'll be taking a bus. Our second oldest will be uh, going to his middle school dressed as a werewolf. Third child has some intricate costume. Like a almost like a barbarian cape and a crown with a skull mask. Kinda cool. And then the youngest is some character from The Last Airbender. I don't I don't know which or what it is. You know, kids, that's when you know you're gonna start when you're getting old, is when kids uh, start dressing up in things you don't know about. Oh no I'm old. So Traditionally, and you know, I apologize if we've talked about this before because this podcast has spanned years. Traditionally, for Halloween, what we do is we carve pumpkins, we do that at the end of the day, we then what we used to do is we used to get dressed up and drive around. We go to your grandma's house. We go to your aunt's house in, San, in, in the town me and your mom grew up in. And then we go home and trick-or-treat. I don't think we're, we have the time to do that today. To just drive everywhere. So I think we're just going to trick-or-treat from our house like around 4 or 5. And then... Uh, you kids, uh, I still don't have like the energy or the gumption to trick-or-treat for a long time. Get a ton of candy. You guys end up calling it quits within like four or five blocks. So, although this year the entrepreneurs asked us if she could trick or treat with her friends, so I'm tempted to allow that. I think I think I'd be okay with that, but we will see. The other night we drove around. This is the first time we did this, but I think we're gonna do it a lot. Sorry about the bumps. Oh my lord, look at this. Here, listen to this. So, the other day we we uh, the town we live in has a little cute little newspaper, and they published all the potential scary houses. They have a small little map to that where we live isn't that big, and they put like little pumpkins around generally around the areas where they thought a scary house or a well-decorated house was. And so we took that map, we drove around the other night, I think it was like Saturday night, and we looked uh, for some houses. 
and uh, that was really fun. I, I truly enjoyed that. So that was it's a fun little tradition. Hopefully, hopefully we keep that one up. That was good. And uh, then we came home and I think we just went to bed. Kind of boring, sorry. Hmm. What you kids want to do this time is watch Hocus Pocus 2. It just came out on Disney Plus, so I'm sure we'll do that. The youngest in our family, the spy, was not too keen on sleeping alone the night we went and drove around looking for scary houses. I can't blame him. Being the youngest, it's really hard. There's a vulnerability you have that that the other kids kind of don't. So. Oh, I'm tired. About to hit a wall, but I'm going to keep going. You know, I, I, I really didn't feel like reading, guys. I just did not feel like reading the Bible or doing any of that. And I think that's when God wants us to read it the most. Part of me heard my dad's voice in a way like, you know, you know what, George, just, just read it. What's, what's the harm? You know, I'm sure that wasn't my dad at all. But I'm sure it was the nudging of the Holy Spirit. But it came across as a voice I'm familiar with and is very persuasive to me. So, your mom and I got into a little fight the other day. I'm still kind of upset about it, but I'm, I'm going to get over it because I'm a big boy. It's another reason why I didn't want to read the Bible. I'm, I'm like, at this point, I'm just... <sighs> We're gonna go get some coffee. I think that might help wake me up, or it might put me to sleep. I don't know. Oh, sorry, to be a rough one. So we're doing Second Chronicles chapter twenty-six through whatever I could get through. Sorry if I don't get through a lot. I'm gonna head home and maybe I'll make some cream of wheat for you guys. You guys haven't had cream of wheat in a long time. That'd be really nice. The kids really like cream of wheat. Bought some milk, so I don't know if your mom would want me to waste that milk. I don't know. How are you guys? I was talking about me and my life. I'm genuinely interested. I, I really am. I think the sheets were just way too hot last night. I even changed the sheets because it's been getting colder, but I was nowhere close to going to sleep, and then the namesake came into our bed, and I gotta tell you this, guys, the namesake is very good at cuddling, he comes right, right to me, by the way, which is a bonus, and he just hugs me, as if it's the last time he's ever hugging me, but no, that's just his norm, just wrap your arms around me, and squeeze really tight, and then that's that, and then you go to sleep. It's really nice. I remember your mom would get pretty upset whenever she'd wake up and she'd wake up to me asleep with a child's arms around my head. Is it? It's 5-3. It's really not open? How is this place not open? Okay. What is, what is, 
538. Let's open it at 6, because if it opens at 6, forget it. Okay, Jack in the Box. Oh, good God. What in the world? Oh, boy. The drive through must not be open. I'm going to go inside. I'm going to go inside. And I think you guys are just going to have to bear with me, okay? One second. Oh, boy. Didn't want to get out of the truck. It's so warm. Stay. I always tell my car to stay when I leave it. One time I didn't and it got stolen. It's a whole other story we'll get to one day. Alright. Google says it's open, but are you guys open? Temporary for hours, 6 a.m. to 4. Okay, you guys are not open. Let's get out of here. I'm not waiting till 6. We're burning daylight. It's okay though. Let's go. Oh, that heater, the sound that makes. My word. Stop making your noise. Gosh. Stop it. Recording here. Oh, I didn't. I just hit it. At 8.20 this morning, in about less than three hours, the uh, king and the spy had like a little Halloween parade. And at 9, your sister's going to be across town. Even before that, your brother's going to be at school. So, I think we're going to miss the Halloween parade. That makes me really sad. Makes me really sad. Your childhoods are going by so quickly. It's so upsetting. I mean, not to you guys, but it's this age of innocence in a way. It's being exchanged for young adulthood. It's not something. It's not something parents are used to. It's, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to say. It'll be really difficult these next. 10 to 15 years, you get to a point where you have a good understanding of babies or toddlers and children. You guys keep growing and maturing. So Halloween is just a really special time for the parents. <laughs> that comes across as so selfish, and it, and it is, but I'll own it. Halloween's fun.
I'm gonna go to the Navy base and read, read some. Can't believe I've been up all night. It's like uh, the, the same trepidation I feel is when I drink way too much, like way too much, and then I I'm having a great time, but then I think you know I'm probably gonna probably gonna throw up from this. So I'm like nervous about how tired I'm gonna be today. dead air. Sorry about that. It's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. This past weekend we didn't do a whole lot. I think Spy had a soccer game and uh, what did we do? We did something. What did we do? <coughs> I'm trying to think what we did on Saturday. Was it nothing? We did nothing. Usually it's something. This time it was nothing. It's good. It's always good when we don't have to do anything. This donut shop open. This donut shop is open. I'm getting a drink. I've got to stay awake. Got like a Coke and something else. I don't know. Don't shop across the street from the Navy base. Hopefully it's still around when you guys are here. It's fairly adequate. It's the best compliment I could give donuts. Once you've had World's Fair Donuts in Hayward. No. Now what's weird is... So this voice... So this voice record app is malfunctioning because... It's saying all these weird numbers, and it should be just calculating the time I've recorded it. So it's going to be a little herky-jerky, because I'm going to have to record this a couple times, or... I don't know, it's kind of odd. I have to go on... Very cold. Okay, I got a Coke, I got a maple bar. We're going to... Take care of this. Uh, always gonna run a red light when all these cars are coming. People are going fast too. Alright. Don't ever run red lights, no matter how late or early it is. Alright. Where were we? Blinker. So the recorder is doing it again. Say I've been recording for six hours and 32 minutes. I don't know. It's kind of odd what this app is doing. So hopefully you guys get this. I'm going to pause it. It's 
celebrated a fat friend's birthday yesterday. I had a lot of beer that day. I usually don't drink beer. It was okay. Not really a beer drinker. I don't know what's going on here. Where's the green light? Are you kidding me? the screen light. We carved pumpkins in the evening. I don't know what else we did. Hmm. Oh no. Oh well. We are now in the Navy base. This is very well lit. past week, it's been a year since it would be uh, the anniversary of my dad's death. That wasn't too easy. It was kind of hard. And, uh, out of the blue, this man calls me. He needs an estate plan, which that's what I do. And out of nowhere, he tells me his name. I'm like, oh, I think I know that name. Turns out it was my mom's boss for, for like 20 years she worked as a pharmacy technician. He was a pharmacist. So, that was really that was really cool. My mom did not like him, by the way. But I don't think my mom was a great worker. I'm sure she had an attitude. And on more than one occasion, I know my father wanted to come to Long's and the heck out of him. But he really did does miss my mom. He almost cried in my office. He was very sad. That was that was a interesting two hours going through everything with them. It was a, and an honor too. He could have chose any lawyer to do that, and he chose me, so that was cool. I mean, you know, he's kind of like family, because he's known me since I was like, gosh, eight, nine, and here I am, 43, so that was fun. That was, that was a nice, nice little connection, a reconnection I made. There's a lot of those this past week. 
have the others. Can I tell you guys? My mind is mosh. It's as if, like, I took medication to stop my brain. I'm pretty sure I could still read. And that's as much as you're really going to get. So, when I typically use this app to record, it's called Voice Record. It says how long I've been recording. Now, right now, it says I've been recording 6 hours and 37 minutes. I'm pretty sure that's not how long I've been recording. And if it is, that's going to freak me out. I'd like to re-listen to that. Where are we? Driving past all these enormous airplane hangars. So enormous. I wonder what was used to build these great buildings. Kings are we reading about that messed up? You know? I wonder if this is even the, the good part of the of this podcast. I doubt it. I'm sure you kids just want to get to the Bible. I'm sorry about that. Last time I was here, I got a little spooked because there's a lot of people driving around. I don't know. I don't like being scared. Uh, We'll see how this works. It's a pretty desolate area. By the time you guys are my age, I'm sure there'll be like a ton of buildings around here. But for now, it's it's a nice little, nice little spot. I moved my chair the other day and it did not move back, so I'm not going to do that again. So, Second Chronicles 26. <clears throat> Excuse me. And all the people of Judah took Uzziah, who was 16 years old, and made him king instead of his father Amaziah. <clears throat> he built. I don't know if you can hear that. 
He built Eloth and restored it to Judah after the king slept with his fathers. Uzziah was 16 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 52 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jechaliah of Jerusalem. And he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord according to all that his father Amaziah had done. He set himself to seek God in the days of Zechariah, who instructed him in the fear of God. And as long as he sought the Lord, God made him prosper. He went out and made war against the Philistines and broke through the wall of Gath and the wall of Jabna and the wall of Ashdod. And he built cities in the territory of Ashdod and elsewhere among the Philistines. God helped him against the Philistines and against the Arabians, who lived in Gerbal, and against the Meonites. The Ammonites paid tribute to Uzziah, and his fame spread even to the border of Egypt, for he became very strong. Moreover, Uzziah built towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate, and at the valley gate, and at the angle, and fortified them. And he built towers in the wilderness, and cut out many cisterns. For he had large herds, both in the Shefla and in the plain, and he had farmers and vine dressers in the hills and in the fertile lands, and he loved the soil. For he loved the soil. Moreover, Uzziah had an army of soldiers fit for war and divisions according to the numbers of the muster, in the muster made by Jeel, the secretary of Messiah, the officer, under the direction of Hananiah, one of the king's commanders. The whole number of the heads of fathers' houses and mighty men of valor was 2,600. Under their command was an army of 307,000 who could make war with mighty power to help the king against the enemy. Uzziah prepared for all the army shields, spears, helmets, coats of mail, bows, and stones for slinging. In Jerusalem he made machines invented by skillful men to be on the towers and the corners to shoot arrows and great stones. And his fame spread far, for he was marvelously helped till he was strong. But when he was strong, he grew proud to his destruction. For he was unfaithful to the Lord his God and entered the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. But Azariah, the priest, went in after him with eighty priests of the Lord who were men of valor. And they withstood King Uzziah and said to him, It is not for you, Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord, but for the priests, the, son of, the sons of Aaron, <clears throat> who are consecrated to burn incense. <clears throat> Go out of the sanctuary, for you have done wrong, and it will bring you no honor from the Lord God. Then Uzziah was angry, now he had a censer, in his hand to burn incense, and when he became angry with the priests, leprosy broke out on his forehead and in the presence of the priests in the house of the Lord by the altar of incense. And Azariah the chief priest and all the priests looked at him, and behold, he was leprous in his forehead. And they rushed him out quickly, <clears throat> and he himself hurried to go out, because the Lord had struck him. And King Uzziah was a leper to the day of his death, and being a leper lived in a separate house, for he was excluded from the house of the Lord. And Jotham, his son, was over the king's household, governing the people of the land. Now the rest of the acts of Uzziah, from first to last, Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amoz, wrote, And Uzziah slept with his fathers, and they buried him in his, with his fathers in the burial field that belonged to the king. For they said, He is a leper, and Jotham, his son, reigned in his place. Chapter 27 Jotham was twenty... Excuse me. Jotham was 25 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jerusha, the daughter of Zadok, and he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, according to all that his father Uzziah had done, except he did not, except he did not enter the temple of the Lord, but the people still followed corrupt practices. He built the upper gate of the house of the Lord and did much building on the wall of Ophel. 
Moreover, he built cities in the hill country of Judah and forts and towers on the wooded hills. He fought with the king of the Ammonites and prevailed against them, and the Ammonites gave him that year 100 talents of silver and 10,000 cores of wheat and 10,000 of barley. The Ammonites paid him the same amount in the second and third years, so Jotham became mighty because he ordered his ways before the Lord his God. Now the rest of the acts of Jotham and all his wars and ways, behold, they are written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. He was 25 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. And Jotham slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city of David, and Ahaz his son reigned in his place. Chapter 28 Ahaz was 20 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 16 years in Jerusalem. And he did not do what was right in the eyes of the Lord, as his father David had done. But he walked in the ways of the kings of Israel. He even made metal images for the bowels, and he made offerings in the valley of the son of Hinnom, and burned his sons as an offering, according to the abominations of the nations, whom the Lord drove out before the people of Israel. And he sacrificed and made offerings on the high places, and on the hills, and under every green tree. Therefore the Lord his God gave him into the hand of the king of Syria, who defeated him and took captive a great number of his people, and brought them to Damascus. He was also given into the hand of the king of Israel, who struck him with great force. For Pekah, the son of Remaliah, killed 120,000 from Judah in one day, all of them men of valor, because they had forsaken the Lord, the God of their fathers. And Zikri, a mighty man of Ephraim, killed Messiah, the king's son, and Ezrakam, the commander of the palace, and Elkanah, the next in authority to the king. The men of Israel took captive 200,000 of their relatives, women, sons, and daughters. They also took much spoil from them and brought the spoil to Samaria. But a prophet of the Lord was there, whose name was Oded. And he went out to meet the army that came to Samaria and said to them, Behold, because the Lord, the God of your fathers, was angry with Judah, he gave them into your hand. But you have killed them in a rage that has reached up to heaven. And now you intend to subjugate the people of Judah and Jerusalem, male and female, as your slaves. Have you not sins of your own against the Lord your God? Now hear me, and send back the captives from your relatives whom you have taken, for the fierce wrath of the Lord is upon you. Certain chiefs, also of the men of Ephraim, Ezariah, the son of Johanan, Berechiah, the son of Meshulamoth, Jehezekiah, the son of Shalom, and Amasa, the son of Hadlai, stood up against those who were coming from the war, and said to them, You shall not bring the captives in here. For you propose to bring upon us guilt against the Lord, in addition to our present sins and guilt. For our guilt is already great, and there is fierce wrath against Israel. So the armed men left the captives and the spoil before the princes and all the assembly. And the men who have been mentioned by name, who rose and took the captives, and, and with the spoil they clothed all who were naked among them. They clothed them, gave them sandals, provided them with food and drink, and anointed them, and carrying all the feeble among them on donkeys, they brought them to their kinsfolk in Jericho, the city of palm trees. Then they returned to Samaria. <clears throat> At that time, King Ahaz sent to the king of Assyria for help, for the Edomites had again invaded and defeated Judah and carried away captives. And the Philistines had made raids on the cities of the, in the Shephelah and the Negev of Judah, and had taken Beth Shemesh, Ajalon, Gedaroth, Soko with its villages, Timnah with its villages, and Gizmo with its villages. And they settled there, for the Lord humbled Judah because of Ahaz, king of Israel, for he had made Judah act sinfully, and had been very unfaithful to the Lord. So Tiglath, uh, Pileser, 
king of Assyria came against him and afflicted him instead of strengthening him. For Ahaz took a portion from the house of the Lord and the house of the king and of the princes and gave tribute to the king of Assyria, but it did not help him. Okay, let me just take a, just take a sip real quick of this drink. In the time of his distress, he became yet more faithless to the Lord for uh, the same King Ahaz. For he sacrificed to the gods of Damascus that had defeated him and said, Because the gods of the kings of Syria helped them, I will sacrifice to them that they may help me. But they were the ruin of him and all of Israel. And Ahaz gathered together the vessels of the house of God and cut in pieces and vessels the house of God. And he shut up the doors of the house of the Lord. And he made himself altars in every corner of Jerusalem. In every city of Judah he made high places to make offerings to other gods, provoking to anger the Lord, the God of his fathers. Now the rest of his acts and all his ways from first to last, behold, they are written in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. And Ahaz slept with his fathers, and they buried him in the city in Jerusalem. For they did not bring him into the tombs of the kings of Israel. And Hezekiah his son reigned in this place. Good old Hezekiah. Let's see how many chapters has it kind of said? 26? I said 26, 27, 28. We did three chapters. I want to... I want to do my own Hezekiah chapter, I think. Or podcast. Because it's such a special name. So... Half the time I was just talking. Sorry about that. Ah, let's head out. It's kind of eerie because I know there's an aircraft carrier like right across the this body of water, but I cannot see it because it's so dark. It's interesting. Let's go back. Okay, so now the phone is working okay. It's, oh, no, it's not. Never mind. Okay, guys, got a maple bar from this restaurant. Not half bad. I like them filled with custard, but, you know. I don't think your mom does. I think the namesake loves maple bars. The king and the spy like the the, the cake sprinkles still. I want to say the entrepreneur likes the maple bars too. So I don't know. Hmm. Now, this plant, if I were to close my eyes when I got home and go to sleep, I would wake up at 10, so I can't do that. So when I get, what in the heck? This is really cut me off. Like they were not paying attention. That was like really bad driving. 
you guys are have graduated Maple Forest. Your mom likes the crumb donut. I do not. I'll eat the maple bar, but I really like the jelly. Insomnia. What am I going to do? Oh, that's what we did Saturday. We did the, your school had a fall festival. So from like 12 to like 3-ish, we were celebrating Halloween at your, kid, at your guys' school. That's what we were doing. I dressed up as the emperor. Your mom dressed up as a purple cheetah. She's so adorable. And hot. You have a hot mom. Just, I'm just telling you. And believe me, I'm not the only one that agrees with that. There's a lot of the men that pretty much hate me because I started dating your mom. Uh, you guys had a lot of fun at the fall festival. We we ended up staying to clean up and put stuff away. That was nice. That was fun. That's what we did Saturday. We got back. I don't think we cleaned up at all. I think today is the day we're supposed to clean up, but it's Monday, and I'm not gonna have the energy. It's also Halloween, so what I usually do on Mondays is clean like crazy before you kids get home and uh, mess things up. No offense, but you guys mess things up. I'm not doing that today. I'm too tired. I'm kind of too annoyed with your mom, too. So I'm not doing any of that. <sighs> There's a lot of debate on whether or not a Christian should celebrate Halloween. Um, there shouldn't be. We're not worshiping Satan. I mean, there's a lot of holidays that Christians kind of took over the date pagan holidays and they say it's honoring a pagan ritual it's really not it's good public relations it's good PR it's great advertising oh Christmas is on December 25th which should be some pagan holiday great it's ours now we celebrate a true religion Easter some harvest whatever I don't care I don't care it coincides with Passover. Coincides with Passover. Mm, no, I don't think. I don't think God intended us for us to know the exact, absolute exact day He died and resurrected. And I think we'll be fine with that. You get boiled down in all the nitty gritty dates, and you know you 
you miss the forest and just look at the trees. So, how do we we celebrate Halloween the way we do it? We dress up in costumes and that, and you kids ask for candy. That, that's as far as we take it. People actually believe spirits can come out on October 31st, like tonight. It's going to be the dumbest thing, in the, like, seriously, in the world. Wait, that's true. <laughs> Eventually, we're going to get into spiritual warfare, kids. Ghosts aren't coming back. Demons do. Sorry, this has been a rough podcast. I might cut a lot of this out. I wonder if you guys will even listen to this. I don't know. I love you guys so much. I'll let you guys go. I miss you. And uh, I'm proud of you. Have a great, wonderful day. Or evening, whenever you're listening to this. And everything you do... Do it for the kingdom and the king. God bless. The Bible says he's a king of the Jews. He's a king of Israel. He's a king of righteousness. He's a king of the ages. He's a king of heaven. He's a king of glory. He's a king of kings. And he is the Lord of lords. Now that's my king. David said the heavens declare the glory of God. And the fundament showeth his handiwork. No means of measure can define his limitless love. No far-seeing telescope can bring into visibility the coastline of his solar supply. No barriers can hinder him from pouring out his blessing. Well, well, he's enduringly strong. He's entirely sincere. He's eternally steadfast. He's immortally graceful. He's impurely powerful, and he's impartially merciful. That's my king. He's God's son. He's a sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. He stands alone in himself. He's august. He's unique. He's unparalleled. He's unprecedented. He's supreme. He's preeminent. Well, he's the loftiest idea in literature. He's the highest personality in philosophy. He's the supreme problem in high criticism. He's a fundamental doctrine of true theology. He's the cardinal necessity of spiritual religion. And that's my king. He's the miracle of the age. He's the superlative of everything good that you choose to call him. He's the only one able to supply all of our needs simultaneously. He supplies strength for the weak. He's available for the tempted and the tried. He sympathizes and he saves. He star gods and he guides. He heals 
the sick. He cleansed the lepers. He forgives sinners. He discharges debtors. And he delivers the captives. He defends the feeble. He blesses the young. He serves the unfortunate. He regards the age. He rewards the diligent. And he beautifies the meek. Do you know him? Well, my king is a key of knowledge. He's a wellspring of wisdom. He's a doorway of deliverance. He's a pathway of peace. He's a roadway of righteousness. He's a highway of holiness. He's a gateway of glory. He's a master of the mighty. He's a captain of the conquerors. He's the head of the heroes. He's the leader of the legislators. He's the overseer of the overcomers. He's the governor of governors. He's the prince of princes. He's the king of kings. And he's the lord of lords. That's my king. Yeah. Yeah. That's my king. My king. Yeah. His office is manifold. His promise is sure. His life is matchless. His goodness is limitless. His mercy is everlasting. His love never changes. His word is enough. His grace is sufficient. His reign is righteous. His yoke is easy and his burden is light. Well, I wish I could describe him to you, but he, he's indescribable. He's indescribable. Yes. And he, he's incomprehensible. He's invincible. He's irresistible. I'm trying to tell you, the heavens of heaven cannot contain him, let alone a man explaining him. You can't get him out of your mind. You can't get him off of your hands. You can't outlive him, and you can't live without him. Well, Pharisees couldn't stand him, but they found out they couldn't stop him. Pilate couldn't find any fault in him. The witnesses couldn't get their testimonies to agree. Herod couldn't kill him. Death couldn't handle him, and the grave couldn't hold him. That's my king. Yeah! He always has been, and he always will be. I'm talking about he had no predecessor, and he'll have no successor. There was nobody before him, and there'll be nobody after him. You can't impeach him, and he's not going to resign. That's my king. is the kingdom and the power and the glory the glory is all his thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever and ever and when you get through with all of the forever then amen